This week in Baby Quest. All right, Leah, have you got your cupcake? Yeah. Okay, we're going to find out what's on the inside. Ready to bite into it? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What is this? It's a spectrum. My name is Mike. And I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty okay. It's well, another Friday night episode, so it might get wacky. Big Friday night record. <laughs> and here's the energy that I'm bringing to the podcast this week. Mm. We're, we're right now, we're in a sort of an in-between period when it comes to my brain medicine that I normally take. And you mean an in-between period in that you are coming off of brain medicine that you normally take? I am coming... My... Well, you are not taking it anymore, and you are now... It is coming out of your system. We're going to have to see what it's like when I'm off of it. Yeah. And then reevaluate with my doctor after that. Yeah. See how things are. See if I, what's what's going to be next. Yeah. And then maybe so go right now... back on brain medicine. Having some, and I was told to expect some withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. And to be fair, it's been pretty good. Like, I'm in good spirits. Everything's good. This is, uh, Monday was my first day, cold turkey, no brain medicine. You haven't had, like, supreme anxiety, which is what your brain medicine is for. Yeah, no, anxiety's been good, which is good. I have been lightheaded and dizzy all week. (laughs) And a little emotional. A little emotional and drowsy. I don't know if the drowsiness is part of the withdrawal or if that's just my general state of being. (laughs) Still not sure about the drowsiness, but yeah, dizzy all the time. Not, not, and not like super bad, just like not super good. (laughs) And, And another thing that I'm not sure if it's withdrawal symptoms or not, but yeah, like you mentioned, a little... A little extra emotional. Everything seems to be a little more right on the surface this week. Yeah. Um, for example, we're watching the ninth season of The Great British Bake Off, and I have cried twice watching that <laughs> show this week and got a little emotional. We started an episode right before recording, and I got a little emotional at something that was not really particular. <laughs> so they were showing the bakers in their homes. <laughs> And one of the bakers, Ruby, had an inspirational post-it note on her fridge. (laughs) And I got a little emotional (laughs) reading that. That's what it was? I think so, yeah. Oh, God. She just believes in herself so much. It was beautiful. Okay. So if Mike cries during this episode, you'll know why. I also cried at a trailer for a documentary (laughs) about... (laughs) <laughs> children taking the bus by themselves yesterday <laughs> but i mean ki- children finding independence is like i don't even know if that one was my fault <laughs> so you know anyway besides that i'm feeling great We're doing good. and i'm not even like not a crier i'm just not usually this quick to to like, yeah getting wet in the eyes <laughs> nothing against crying Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
Um, so I think we have some rather big news to share. Like what? We got our amniocentesis results. We did. So great news. First level of results came back. And squid does not have Down syndrome or trisomy 13 or 18. Yeah. They, so the first round of screening rules out all the chromosomal deficiencies mm-hmm. or well basically they count and make like sure how many chromosomes a, a correct they have number. and yeah and like if there's any extra bits or missing bits yeah so i don't know i was a little stressed out waiting for that result to be honest oh really no <laughs> yeah that stuff yeah i mean that stuff worries me right i mean i think because me we didn't see any like physical markers in any of the ultrasounds i wasn't really worried i remember being worried with eliza but i wasn't worried this time i didn't have reason to be worried Mm. don't get me wrong i just really want the healthiest possible baby and this is a great first step yeah having all kinds of chromosomes that you're supposed to have in the correct amount and in the correct order yeah so you found this out on last when was it monday it was monday man it seems like so long ago on the first day that i went off of my brain medicine (laughs) which was a million years ago yeah so they called you with the news Mm -hmm. and then you called me while i was at work i was on lunch and you told me the good news in the correct order starting with the (laughs) chromosome stuff (laughs) And so I was extremely relieved and overjoyed and very happy about that, just as I'm sure all of our listeners are currently. And then we were all, I was also asked if I wanted to know what the sex of the baby is. And And you said no. No, of, I said, of course I do. Oh. And we'll just, you know, remind everybody, I, I thought Squid was a boy. Like, that was my guess. Squid is going to be a boy. Yeah, it's such a weird Your thing. Your guess was like kind of boy, but like not as firmly boy. I guess so. We did some, you know, asking of friends and family, and most people said boy, that they believed Squid was going to be a boy. So the genetic counselor gave me the results, and Squid is a girl. <laughs> what? And. I believe I probably had a very similar reaction to as when she told me that Eliza was a girl because it was the same person. (laughs) She said, it's a girl. And I said, what? Really? And I think at this point she knows me enough to know that that's not like, it's not a bad thing that it's a girl. I was, and she said, oh, are you surprised? And I said, yes, everybody thought it was a boy. Yeah. I don't know if everyone has the special close relationship with a geneticist that you do. <laughs> so it's so the to be fair, the person I talk to is not a geneticist. She oh, is not a doctor. She's the genetic counselor. She's the genetic counselor. And Excuse so me. she does like she does like the sessions of telling you you kinda, you know, what they're screening for and Yes, yes, yes. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so then I called you. Yeah. And then I called my parents. And then you told me, and yeah, it was, it was such a, it's such a weird thing. The <laughs> whole, everything about it is is weird to me. I'm ex- obviously extremely excited, overjoyed, like heart bursting with joy. 
Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, it's, it's just the weirdest thing to me. And it was weird the first time, too, because there is a part of me that wanted a girl the first time. I mean, time. we both did. Right. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. It's and just I, like... Part of me wanted a girl this time. It was just like kind of a weird like gut feeling thing and... We're better suited for girls. Maybe we would be better suited for a girl? What does that mean, though, right? I don't know. Like nothing. Yeah, I remember when... So you did a cute thing with Eliza. I came, You heard on the phone in the afternoon or whatever, and I came home, and you got a balloon that said it's a girl when I walked in, and that was exciting. <laughs> I would have been just as excited for boy, though, right? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have been disappointed if it was no. a boy. And so... We had our girl. We got Eliza. Yeah. It was just unfortunate. Like, we never got to bring our girl home. And I don't know why. I was kind of really setting myself up, like, to expect a boy. Yeah, me too. And again, I don't know what kind of weird defense mechanism that is. (laughs) Because obviously I'd be thrilled if we were having a boy, too. Like, there's no... Well, and, like, even when I was told Squid is a girl... There was a part of me that was like, oh, I'm not going to get to use a boy name. And there, there's a boy name that we really kind of love and that yeah. probably would have ended up as Squid's boy name. Well, we would have been great parents to a boy. And so part of me was like, oh, now I'm not going to get to use that name. Like, oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, I'd really, I had really, truly like built it up in my head like accepted that squid is a boy and yeah. again why would i why like what would lead me to believe that absolutely nothing no <laughs> nothing at all in the world um except that it didn't look like from any physical markers so far that squid had noonans and noonans is more slightly more common in common, girls yeah. and i was like well definitely boy 100 yeah. percent boy then like we don't even know if Squid has Noonans, to be clear. Squid <laughs> right. might totally have Noonans. Maybe. But, yeah, it was. it's such a strange thing. Yeah. And it's, um, a, it's a weird thing to be assigning these, like, gender roles and ideas to a baby. Yeah, and, well, and then you look at, like, you know, I've been looking at baby clothes and looking at stuff for the baby registry and i'm like oh so like now that i know it's a girl should i go back and change the soothers to like the pink and purple ones instead of the green and blue ones (laughs) see that's what i hate i don't like any of that stuff that that stuff bothers me all the the separation of toys and stuff. Like, well, it's girls, so we don't need any blocks because they don't need to develop oh, any no, kind worry. of spatial awareness. <laughs> There's right? still going to be blocks on the list. There are blocks on the registry. Don't worry. Yeah. And then you look at, like, clothes and... Clothes are very bad. Although there are, like, a ton of cute girl clothes. Like, super cute stuff. It is, like, slightly frustrating to me that even though there are things with dinosaurs on it for girls which is great it's like all the dinosaurs have to be pink and purple and have (laughs) bows on them and i'm like why was it it a chapter and even the like like the girl like onesies all have like ruffles around the collar and it's like a yellow 
onesie with white polka dots, but it's got a ruffle. And I'm like, well, why? Why does it need a ruffle? Yeah. A lot of girls' clothes seem to say things like future shopaholic and stuff. And (laughs) the boys' clothes are all like, well, future scientists. Yeah. Those are the two genders, shopaholic and scientist. (laughs) I am neither. I think I fit into either of those categories. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, so the gender, the whole idea of a gender reveal. So obviously, we've just revealed the sex of the baby. Yes. Uh, We never, we didn't have a gender reveal party for Eliza because I think. Well, we did the same kind of thing. We revealed what her sex was. Yeah. On social media. But there was, but which, which is like mm, a little iffy, but whatever. I find the whole party thing to be really a lot. Yeah. And like. And I get that you want to have a party to celebrate a baby, but that's a baby shower. Yeah, I mean... It's tough, because I know a lot of our listeners have had cool gender reveal parties. Yeah, and, and like... And if you have... And, like, our, some of our friends delete have... Delete this podcast right now. No. Unsubscribe. We don't want you listening. You make no. me sick. And, like, I don't think... I'm just joking. That was a joke. I'm just joking. Please, please don't delete the podcast. I don't think, like, just because you have a gender reveal party, it means that you think gender is a binary thing and that like right but it (laughs) the gender reveal but like we've already like gendered our child i know but the gender reveal party totally does reinforce the gender binary completely 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 your cake when you cut it open is going to be blue or pink yeah no i know like the the two genders, blue cake and pink cake. So I don't know. I just I don't like that. And I mean, I will point out that I did not use pink when I posted the photo on social media. Okay, <laughs> it's a really tough thing because we're already sitting here telling you that Eliza's a girl and how we're excited for girl and talking about Eliza. You mean <laughs> squid? <laughs> squid, baby. It's okay. Oh Lots of parents call their second child by their first child's name. Like, you get mixed up all the time. And I think that's just going to seem weirder for us than it does for... I mean, like, how many times did I, growing up, get called my dog's name? Multiple times. That's because my mother had a child named Leah and a dog named Lily. Thank you for sticking up for me. Got your back. Yeah, so I've always... Yeah, it's, it's a thing that I really struggle with because... It's well, a mean, thing that we are like, talking about, and we are going to make decisions based on this information that we got about the well, yeah, two, I mean, the, we had two X chromosomes that they had found. Very specific female names and male names that are like historically male or female names, right? And that, like, when somebody reads, we'll think the child is a boy or a girl. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing. And we are not giving, like, the names we have picked out are not gender neutral, like, could go either way names. They're names that are... Fairly gendered. Yeah. Well, I would say, like, very. Yeah. But, you know, if when Squid is 18 and decides she doesn't like that name and she doesn't want to use... She, her pronouns. 
Mm. Uh, sure. Okay. Well, what do you want me to call you and what pronouns do you like? I've done a very small amount of reading on this because it is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And I read about some people who, you know, just go around saying that, well, you know, our baby's a girl until we hear otherwise, like until she tells us otherwise, we're using she, her pronouns and... Yeah. Okay, let's have a side conversation about pronouns and your family's aversion to the (laughs) they, them pronouns. So there have been some members of my family that have seemed confused when I refer to squid as they. And I often... This is before we found anything else. This was before we knew that squid was a girl, is a girl. So... This happened several times on social media, but it would often be a sentence like, Squid, saw Squid today in the ultrasound. They were really wiggly. Yeah. And post posting that with a photo, with an ultrasound photo. Not which is, confusing. Which is very clearly one baby. Not confusing and grammatically correct. Go on. And more than once, members of my family have commented on the photo and said they, question mark... Like, they're questioning that there's, like, they, they think there's multiple babies, or they think that this is the way I'm telling people that there's multiple babies. Which is wild. That's not even how that sentence reads to me at all. And it seems so strange. I just respond with, like, yes, the a gender-neutral way to refer to a person. Like, I don't even think that this is some, like, you know, progressive... I'm like, like, we've been eating so much granola. Like <laughs> We're this, vegetarians. We... Uh, yeah, but it's... It, no. That's just the way that you refer to a, a human. Right? And... Without using a gender. Like, and someone... It's not even weird if you do know your gender to say, oh, yeah, they went to the store. Like, oh, how many people went to... Like, no. <laughs> that person that I'm talking about, like, that using context clues, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. They went to the store. Like, oh, five of them? Like, no. (laughs) I'm referring to one person that went to a store. Like, it's not crazy. So I've talked to a lot of our friends about it, and they all seem to think that this is a more modern way of referring to people without using she, he. See, and I don't even feel that at all. Like, that feels so, like, such a strange excuse to me. I, me too. And people in my family have said, like, oh, well, you should just use it. And I'm like, it feels so... How do I describe it? It's like you're describing an inanimate object. Yeah, it, like, feels like I'm talking about an object and not a person, which squid is. Squid is a person. So to say it when I'm referring to them feels awkward and... Like, you wouldn't say that about a baby on the outside. Yeah, you wouldn't, like... You wouldn't say, like, oh, what's... What is it? (laughs) No, you'd probably say, like, oh, what's their name? Where did it go? But, yeah, referring to our child as it seems absolutely wild to me. Yeah, so it's been a weird thing that I've run into. It does seem to be, like, slightly, like, the generation, like before us is like where the divide is i mean f- like 45 years old is not 
a huge generational gap from no i know but it just like that seems to be i think they are a generation before us but that seems to be like the cutoff that those are the people that at that point they're a little confused about the language i'm using it's very strange to me anyway that has uh, i mean it's strange to me that it's been multiple people in our in my family that have had the same issue yeah problem solved it's a girl now everything's pink she loves to shop it's fine i did a little so i was mentioning that some reading i've done i did find out that the person who invented the gender reveal party uh whose name is jenna carvandesis carvandis carvanidis right so this is the person credited with inventing the gender reveal party. She did a big blog post about it in 2008. And then everyone was like, whoa, it's a cake with a color inside. We love to party. Let's go. <laughs> this person has recently, a couple of years ago, given an interview and did a, her own post on like Facebook or something talking about how she regrets inventing the gender <laughs> reveal party. I've heard this. Yeah, she thinks it's uh not not super great or super helpful all that to say though the inventor of the gender reveal party feels kind of right bad for putting their daughter into this gender binary i also read an article written by an intersex person about gender reveal parties and it kind of doesn't include them so i guess i mean so it is like a weird thing that you get your... Wow, intersex people are weird? No, nice. Real no, nice. No, that you get your results. So we've been told Squid is a girl. But then they say, like, at the anatomy scan, we will confirm that. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And so, like, they literally, like, you know, want to make sure that the genitalia matches the chromosomes. Sure. And they are going to look for that. That's a weird anxiety that, like, I guess most people don't have to go through. Like, oh, does my child's genitalia match their chromosomes? What if, so what? Why is that an anxiety? Well, I mean, I think it's just, like, one more thing that you have to, like, think about. I guess so. Did you know that there aren't a lot of great hard numbers on this, but the most conservative estimates say that about 1 in 2,000 Babies are born intersex, hmm. but some people think it's as high as 1%. That's crazy. In some way. Maybe we should, real quick, intersex is basically, it's a, it's actually, there's like a spectrum of intersex too. And it can be chromosomal, it can be like just physical, like you could have three X chromosomes, which is pretty cool. Or you could have XX chromosomes for female and also have a penis, or you can have uh uterus and ovaries and a penis or you can have right there's like some some other combination or yeah possibilities of how it could manifest yeah which is really interesting to me and so this is not something i've done reading about so i might be about to sound super stupid but one in 2000 seems really high because you know while there are all kinds of people born with all kinds of different physical uh things going on with them Mm -hmm. I I don't think that one in 2,000 people have, like, the same kind of, like, what would the intersex equivalent be for arms? Like, having extra arms or right. not enough arms or <laughs> the, the not normal version of arms or whatever? Yeah, or, like, 
and of fingers course, or like yeah i wonder what the numbers are there but anyway so as much as gender is a spectrum and social construct and all this stuff like biological sex is too folks yes which is another problem with the gender reveal party because gender is like zero percent the correct word to be using in that situation no it's a sex reveal yeah Bi- i mean if biosex female reveal yeah i mean if you're doing like if you're doing it from uh like ultrasound it's like a genital reveal like what do their genitals look like yeah if you're doing it from like a genetic test well okay what do their chromosomes look like <laughs> that's all it's telling you yeah and i mean we're making decisions based on that information the biggest decision really is going to be the name. The name I don't know and how many the other... pronouns. Right, yeah, the pronouns we'll be using to talk about them. But also... Sorry, talk about it. But also, you know, we have discussed and are open to the fact that when Squid tells us that they feel different than how they are presenting, or if that happens, then like... We will work through that with them and we will consult professionals and figure out how to best support them. Yeah, and send them off to conversion therapy, no. right? No. No? I thought that's what we discussed. And like, you know. All conversion therapy. Oh, God. <laughs> and I think that's like all you can do as a parent. Oh, the only other fun fact I learned about gender reveal parties is that a lot of them are terrible and the ones this year that caused all the the forest fires <laughs> those weren't the first one like a couple of years ago someone burned down like half of arizona with the gender reveal explosive have you ever like sat and like watched like a gender reveal like compilation video on like instagram or facebook probably not no that sounds like my nightmare actually so like i don't know i go down like the i did okay no instagram facebook wormhole in my reading sorry in my reading i'm interrupting you i did see one where someone threw a watermelon into a hippo's mouth (laughs) and the hippo crushed it and blue watermelon came out and the the mother seemed excited and the father seemed extremely excited. He was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Oh. So he would have is... died if that hippo <laughs> had pink, I guess, regular watermelon coming out of its mouth. So this is what I was going to say. So I have watched a lot of Facebook, Instagram video compila- compilations of like gender reveals. And I'm going to say overwhelmingly, like probably close to like, more than 95% when it is a boy both parents are ecstatic and jumping up and down (laughs) and when it is a girl (sighs) the mother is jumping up and down and is excited and the dad looks like his favorite sports team has just lost the championship game well no his favorite sports team has just lost their future star yeah is what's happened like anyway, that overwhelmingly like that's why i could never watch that kind of dads stuff. seem sad when the baby is a girl which is just like i'm like why 
Just be excited you're having a baby. Who are they supposed to share their love of guns with? A baby girl? No. Well, I mean... Baby boy-like guns. So anyway, we now know a little bit more about how privileged and not privileged our baby (laughs) will be. We'll find out... A little little less than before, but still extremely. Still extremely privileged. Still extremely, slightly less than uh, Sunday before we knew. Right. And we find out the rest of the genetic results in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, So actually, to find out Noonan's, and they're doing it from an amniocentesis, they can't just test the fluid. Mm. They have to, like, grow the culture and then test the culture. So it ends up taking a little bit longer than if you were doing it from a CVS where they could test the tissue. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I mean, we have to wait longer, but... But, mm. So look forward to that. So I just want to wrap up our gender reveal party. This is the party. You're listening to it. Yeah. I just feel, I worry that I come across as preachy when talking about this stuff. Especially, I, I guess, even more so as, you know, a straight white male mm. saying, how dare you? I mean, really? Do whatever you want. Have the party. Don't have the party. Maybe don't do anything that, like, might burn down a forest. And maybe just don't have the party during a pandemic. I mean, yeah, right now we shouldn't be having the party. Do a Zoom party. Do a Zoom reveal. Do a Zoom reveal. Get some balloons. Take a picture. Send it out to your family. When the pandemic's over, if you are having a gender reveal party, invite me. I like cake. Yeah. I'll come. I love cupcakes. I mean, I like surprises. I like knowing... Surprises are fun. I like knowing information. That's exciting. Knowing... You know what? You're right. Knowing information is good. And I mean, I think we that's pro. Like, we are pro knowing things. I think, I think that's why so podcast. many people find out what they're having, right? Like, it, it helps to know more about your baby and to be able to then bond with your baby. Yeah. Anyway, feel free to tweet at me and let me know uh, how wrong I am or how much I've insulted you. <laughs> or send us an email. Send us an email at babyquestpod at gmail at dot com. Should we check it? Let's check our email. And you can find us on Instagram at babyquestpod and on Twitter at babyquestcast. Yeah, I feel like this has been a bit of a roller coaster of an episode for me. If no actually, you know what? Emails. If I did anything, if I did or said anything weird, it's the brain medicine. Sorry, not my fault. Oh boy. Oops, not my fault. Someone else's fault. Carleton University sent you an ad. You can take chemistry at Carleton. Great. Okay. So I think that's it. We did it. Anyway, Squid's a girl. And we're very excited. We're working on a name. We've got a, a strong front runner, but we're not going to tell you what it is. Not yet. We're not ready. Well, we'll do a whole episode about how to pick a baby name. And <laughs> we'll talk about all the baby names that we hate. Actually, send us your baby's name and we'll tell you why we think it stinks and is bad. No, we're not doing that episode. Okay. Because then we're going to have no no people listening to our podcast. All the the gender reveal enthusiasts are already gone now. 
All the baby name people will be gone. All the all the people who named their babies. How dare you? <laughs> We're just gonna wait until our baby comes out, learns to talk, and tells us their name. Like the skier. What skier? The Olympic skier. <laughs> what? The U.S. Olympic skier. Who? who? Like her parents wanted her to choose her name, but then she needed a passport. What? To travel, and so her name is Peekaboo. Peekaboo Street? Yes. That's how she got her name? I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. I remember that that was like a news story during the Olympics, whatever Olympics she competed in. I mean, I really hope I remember this correctly, but I think that was the story. That sounds a little bit like they named their daughter Peekaboo and then... Came up with a creative had way. Had to come up with a fake excuse as to how that happened like i don't know it's her fault i didn't do it <laughs> it wasn't me man peekaboo street such a good name too that is a good name it's very powerful if you have baby name recommendations you can send them to us yeah we won't use them but you can send well, I don't them know. we might you never know there might be like a gem in there somewhere i want to put peekaboo on the list now i don't know well what's like peekaboo this is we're now into hi welcome baby quest this is our next episode about baby names <laughs> What about what's like Peekaboo, but not origin more original, but same vibe. Yahtzee. Boggle. Yahtzee. Boggle. That's stupid. Why would you say that? That's dumb. What a dumb thing to say. Not like Yahtzee. <laughs> oh, Bog. hacky sack. No, that one's bad. Hacky. A little hacky. Oh, they're going to think we're stoners. A little sacky. Hacky sacky. No. They're going to think we smoke a lot of weed. Okay. I don't know if that's the, the impression we want to give off. Wow, judgmental. No. Anyone out there, if you've ever smoked weed, no, Leah ju- thinks you're a bad person. <sighs> Stop listening to the podcast. Not judgmental. I didn't say that. I just said I don't know if that's the vibe <laughs> that we want to give off. Okay, thank you for listening to Baby Quest, our least rambling episode ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was... It's not that it was rambling. It was a little rambling. I made notes, but then we veered away from the notes very veered quickly. Away. You didn't pay attention to the notes. I had this whole history segment. You just skipped right over, but that's okay. I didn't have the notes. You had the notes. You were the, the leader of the train. You were the I mean, conductor. I got to it. We got to it. We talked about the person who invented it and stuff. It's fine. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to Baby Quest. I love you. Bye. Mwah. Thank you.